other cardiac sisters, the three men battles that make your heart beat. Coming to you with a new podcast talking about nursing, lifestyle, and girl talk. My name's Delanda. My name's Amida. And I'm Becca. Ladies, do you remember when you did nursing? Good you know question. <laughs> it's been such I, a long time. So. I personally forgot why I chose nursing. Do you remember why you chose nursing? I think for me, growing up and watching people, like seeing people that were sick, mm. it broke my heart. Mm, yeah. Like it genuinely yeah. broke my heart. And I was yeah. like, wait a second, there's something I could do. Mm. And nursing enabled me to do that. I was like, there's no point feeling bad if there's a job out there that can let me do yeah. and help people. Yeah. So I chose yeah. nursing because of it. Do you know what? I think the majority of the time, because that is kind of calling me home as to why I actually chose nursing in the first place. Mm. But I think you kind of, as you go down that journey, you kind of forget your real reason for choosing nursing. Yeah. Especially because of like, you know, everything that's involved with like nursing and COVID, the pressures. It's like you almost find yourself in a, a cycle that you're you're in because you have to be in it and you forget what actually made you go into nursing yeah i think it's really really easy to kind of forget your whys like why you chose to be a nurse Um, i remember there was a big issue at when i was like deciding what i wanted to be because there was the whole oh yeah you've got the academic brain to be a doctor but it wasn't about being a doctor and being a nurse yeah we both work in healthcare but they are completely different things and the way I looked at medicine it was basically diagnostics and and, you know but I knew that I wanted to help people so that was one of my whys Mm -hmm. and then um, I did spend some time living in South America where I think I I told you guys well but yeah so I spoke to you about you know living in Bolivia and we did like a placement where we went to a pediatric oncology ward and I just remember coming back to England thinking yeah it's nursing that I want to do so I think that was my why, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really true. Yeah. And what unis did you guys go to? So I went to University of Greenwich. Um, I'm just gonna. My experience was absolutely amazing. Only thing I will say is that at the time when I started nursing, I was literally the youngest person in my whole cohort. When I say, you know, I was so excited to start nursing, but then going into like a uni lecture, I'm literally being the youngest person there. I came home that day and I was like. Mum, there's only aunties in my class, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. But you know, I, I actually ended up enjoying my experience. I did all my placements at um, a trust in South London, um, in Lucian and Greenwich Borough. And I would say that it was absolutely amazing. Like, I had such a great experience there. Yeah, Even though I didn't stay there, um, like when I actually qualified, I had such an amazing experience oh, with the nurses, the doctors, the yeah. whole, whole MBT. All of
I to appeal it because I was like the reason because I did one on obesity and how obesity causes a lot of other health mm-hmm. conditions. Yeah. And the person I marked my dissertation was like, well, that's not true. It's not factual. It's kind of that's not factual when I've written that like points and like reasons why and, and it's a known thing. Like it does. Yeah. Anyways, my tutor, she was so helpful. Like yeah. she was so helpful. Like yeah. And then I went to She was my favorite. What about mm. you guys? I would say. To be honest, the whole three years was perfect. Oh, to be honest, I went to King's. I went to King's oh, College yeah. in London. Oh, yeah. And I've, I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like the nature of the course really didn't allow me to enjoy the university experience. Mm. And I luckily, I am from London. I've grown up in London. I love London. And I feel like prior to my uni days and even after uni, I still kind of embrace London. But during that three years, there was no way I could have enjoyed the university experience. Yeah, there was, there, no, there was absolutely honest. no way. Yeah. We had placement, we had, you know, so many things going on that you can't really take it in. I couldn't do the whole freshers, I didn't do all of that. Girl, I went out. We'll take it straight. What I will say is that even though I couldn't enjoy it in London, what I found myself doing was going down to like my friend's university. Yeah, I did do that. Yeah. So shout out Bedford University, University of Bedfordshire. I got very familiar with you guys and all your little clubs. I would have gone little because I had a good time, I had a blast. Yeah. 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 I had a great time. I'm not going to lie, I joined football because I played football. Yeah. Well, that's lovely. Football. Mm. But I was strictly because of replacement and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I wasn't able to like play every single match. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. But I'm still like trying to make the most of it as best as I could. Yeah. Like, the worst part was during summer mm. when everyone else went home. And then you're stuck here doing placements. Oh. Placement. And I'm like, by May, everyone's like, oh, I'm done. And then you're still waking up at six o'clock to go to placement. It's the worst. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a morning person. I'm really not. So that needs yeah. to stress me out. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I'm having to like travel. I don't know how far away was your placement from each other. It was far. Sorry. But for me, it wasn't far. Mine were far because, yeah. you know, I'm based in like central London and having to travel that far out. South was quite difficult, mm-hmm. but we'll get into it another time. But one thing I did was I actually stayed home, invested in a car, uh-huh. and I was able to drive to and from. So I learned to drive and invested in a car. Best thing I could have ever done at that point in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's, I love that for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just used to school for it. So I think that first year of uni, mm-hmm. when you like lived in halls, you got a free bus, not a free bus because you technically paid for it. Well, yeah. you got a bus pass with it, and luckily my uh, my um, placements were all in Southampton, well, so lovely. it yeah. was not too bad. Like, yeah. but it was just the worst when your friends would go out the night before. You can't go out because you know placement. And I still go out. Yeah, I love that for you guys. And then you'll come back at like a certain time in the morning, and then you're like waking up because oh, I'm allowed to go to surround you. I just have a quick shower and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that for you. Like, I'm, yeah, I love that for you. And how did you guys find placement? I'm being a student, yes, and stuff. Um, I would say my placement experience was absolutely amazing. I do feel like I was thrown straight into the deep end. Literally on my first day of placement, I was performing last offices. Yeah. It was crazy. 
first it was place crazy. Okay, so yeah, for people that are crazy. listening that don't actually know, last offices is what we do when someone passes away and you basically wash the body and get them ready to go down to the morgue. Yeah, and you had to away. exactly and you had to do that on your first day of patient. Yeah. I probably would have packed everything in and said I, would, yeah, I can't get yeah. well that's what I did. I I, I told them I called, I went home, said Mum, you know, I, I I wanna care for people but this is not for me. And at the time I was on the stroke board and like the nurse that I had with me, she was so amazing. Like she did say if you don't want to do it you don't have to and you know what I was like, you know what, I'm gonna have to do it anyway because this is the journey I've chosen the path. Mm-hmm. I went in there, I saw all the like fluids leaking from the patient's body and I, I just had to walk out. And I think I was glad at that point because I had the luxury to say, sorry, can I be excused and walk away yeah. from it? Yeah. But you know, when you become a nurse, you can't you say, oh no, I can't wash my, my patient's dead body, if you know what I mean. That is wild. I'm sorry, I'm actually sorry. That would literally scar me. Do you know what? I think it made me um, a bit stronger, do you know, more resilient because it's like it, it allowed me to value life more. And even though I wasn't with that patient long enough to, you know, understand their journey, mm-hmm. it's like I, I got to see them, see them out of life mm-hmm. and just being able to show them that level of care, mm-hmm. you know, you know, respectfully. Mm-hmm. I think it was quite encouraging. It's almost an honour. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was very encouraging, you know. Wow, it was it was it was crazy, but like I said, I had an amazing nurse, an, an amazing mentor with me. Yeah, I think lovely. throughout my three years, I had the most amazing mentors. Some oh. I'm still quite close with today, actually. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, I think because I was in a central London hospital, literally in central London. Mm. I'm not gonna say the name, <laughs> but it was um, it was really good and. I didn't actually realise until I'd like nearly qualified that it was actually more or less an oncology hospital. So, because we dealt with a lot of cancer, mm. and yeah, it was it was really an emotional roller coaster for me. You know, because I would get really attached to patients, and then you'd kind of watch them kind of deteriorate, and then eventually pass away. And you'd get so attached that when they pass away, you you can't handle your emotions. You have to cry. You have to break down. And doing the last offices, since we're on that topic, was, it was such a surreal experience. And now that I'm a nurse, I've had moments where I'm like, I don't want to do it. But you have to do it, because that's your patient. I don't know, have you, had, have you experienced, like, last offices? I think for me, I've only done it once. How did you find mm. it? Yeah, never again. That's the thing, you can never <laughs> say that. Can I say something? So hard that's to say the that. beauty of nursing. Yeah. Because it's like, there's so many different routes that you can go down. That's for true. example, our background is quite similar, but for example, mine is intensive care. You guys, CC cardiology. Mm. So it's like, for example, in intensive care, of course, the, the life expectancy is not that great. But then, you know, you can also do other things. For example, we were... Or working in. But that's the thing about cardiology, and that's why a lot of nurses don't like cardiology because it could be either or. It could be you could be speaking to a fit patient, and all of a sudden they literally arrest on you, oh and the patient yeah. you think is like the one that's going to arrest is the one that's like running home, you know, doing backflips off the ward. You <laughs> know. About that, actually, I remember one of my experiences. I remember. Within the first few weeks, I remember starting like 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 where we were working, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and this patient just went to theatre to have procedure done. Came back, they got stent put in, 
came back and she was like, you've not learned, she just mm. had the procedure done. Mm. Like she was wowing. Mm. And I was saying to her how lucky she was like to be alive because not everyone that has mm. a cardiac arrest survive mm. it. Mm. Anyways, she was like, oh, I'm so proud. Because she was black and black. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm so proud of you. I must, must be so proud of you like for what you're doing and da 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 Anyways, I was like, yeah, no, there she goes, yeah, I can't wait to go home. It's probably going to hit me when I get home. Anyways, I went home, came up the next day, and this woman had a cardiac arrest. I feel like I know exactly who you're talking about. And this woman was very young. She was. Very young. Yeah. Her first time in hospital. Yeah. And if it's the same patient we're talking about, there were other patients on the ward who we would have expected to pass away. There were people like in their 90s, their 80s, all the way on the other end of the ward. And this lady was on the other end of the ward, right? Mm -hmm. And she's someone who, we, we were all kind of like planning her life for her. You know, she's gonna go home, she's gonna do this, she's gonna get on with herself. And she had her husband. And I remember when her husband walked in, I don't think you were on shift mm -hmm. at that point. No, when her husband walked in, he literally just put his hands on his head and it, it once again that was one of the moments that made us what made me feel in that moment like is nursing really for me because it was such an unexpected turn into the results that we were expecting yeah and we only have like each other to kind of console ourselves because there's no sort of counseling you kind of have to just get on with the shift you know you come in on the shift you heard that this patient that you just formed a connection with is no longer alive you kind of just have to, have to get on with things. Mm -hmm. But you need to kind of process them as well. But I don't think with it... Because there's no time. There's literally no time because you don't got other patients to look after. Exactly. And you just have to move on with it. Exactly. Just but you know, I think, I think this is why when people <coughs> were all training to become nurses, like, it's almost instilled in your head that you have to be resilient. Because if you are not resilient, you cannot be a nurse. That's true. And this is where, like... I don't mean to, you know, be controversial, but this is why nurses are striking at the moment and things like that. I don't think people understand the, the burdens that and pressures that are actually put on us, you know, mentally, yeah. physically, as well as financially. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know, we could be sitting in the bus or on a on on the way home from a, a long day and having a patient, you know, pass on you. And you're just gonna have to like get on with it, go and see your family as usual. Go cook dinner if that's what you do. You just get on with it. Yeah. And there's mm. it's just that lack of support that we're not getting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That I think yeah. we actually do deserve. Yeah. What yeah. do you are you guys for against the strike for the millennials? Goodness. I'm me. totally for it. I'm for it. For all the I'm totally I'm sorry, did you guys see the government took the NMC to cut is it NMC? LCL? We're in college LCL to court and they won the case. Um, yeah, so from like, because it was meant to be a longest, we were meant to have this longest strike where you could only do, you have to end on the first of May basically because mm -hmm. it's human made or something. I'm sorry, what do you So we're really important. So we're really important, but yeah, you're not important enough to get paid more. It's just a kick in the teeth. I'm like, someone said to me, I went to, I went somewhere randomly and I explained to them that I've just come from a night shift and on that night shift, again, I had another patient who had just passed away on me. So I'm like literally exhausted and whatever. And he was like, oh, I can't believe they only pay you some like pennies and change to wash a dead body. And I just thought, actually, you're so right. I've come from doing something so traumatic. Yeah. And in that hours, I'm only 
consider like my time is only worth some pennies and change. Essentially, essentially. I mean, and a clap. And a clap. And a clap. Let's not forget the clap. Don't get yeah. me wrong, we did appreciate the clap from the public. But, but for the people who can actually do exactly. something about it, yeah. I think that was just a mockery. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Considering they also benefited from the system that they were clapping for. Yeah. I'm sorry, did they not give themselves a pay rise during the whole COVID thing? Fair enough, give yourself a pay rise, but then there are people that actually. On the front line, I'm just saying, no, you don't deserve a pay rise. Excuse me, yeah, or, or literally like a, a certain 1%, 0%. But do you know how to have how to fight to get that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely crazy. Thank you so, so much for listening and watching. If you're on YouTube, so our very first episode, hope you all enjoyed yourselves. Join us every Sunday for new episodes where we'll be discussing all things nursing, lifestyle, and girl talk. And if you have any dilemmas or any questions you would like us to talk about, please send them to this email below. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys.